What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 217. We're here on Tuesday, September 15th. We are 49 days from the election, and it is going to be a long 49 days. Lots to come, but today at the White House, the historic Abraham Accords have been signed. It was a historic day at the White House as the president and leaders from Israel, the UAE, and Bahrain met for the signing ceremony, which recognizes the historic normalization agreements between these countries and peaceful partnerships across the region. We are having peace in the Middle East. Isn't it nice? Something that Obama couldn't do. Not only Obama couldn't do it, so not only could he not do it, he made it way worse. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> it is amazing what can be accomplished, Storm, when you have a president who is pro-Israel. Yeah, right. Yep. Or you know, pro-peace, and doesn't you know always have to stick his head in the sand and you know like mm-hmm. like Obama did for the past you know six years yep. on this issue. And President Trump says just just a little bit ago he said that five to six additional countries will be joining the peace deals. Wow. Okay, so, so that's basically the entire Middle East then. Yeah, he right? said, quote, you're going to see a lot of very great activity. It's going to be peace in the Middle East. Okay. So basically every country but, like, Iran probably. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. I mean, you, it, it really is something Yeah. that after decades of of lifelong bureaucrats being unable to achieve any sort of uh, historic yeah. peace deals, yeah. and that, and, that and, yeah, you yeah. have Jared Kushner going there who, and basically sewed up. Yeah, like and it's remember not, when they said that oh Jared has no experience in any of this. Yeah, yeah. And now what happened? Boom, peace deal plus five or six more nations coming on board. And this and, and you know this cuts both ways. You know I love George W. Bush, I do, but you know his his road his peace plan um, kind of hit some speed bumps. Obviously, yeah, you know. But uh, hey, listen, it's done. You know, Trump scores a huge win here. He will not get the credit he deserves. You already have CNN calling this like a meek agreement for some reason. Yeah, but, well, you know, yeah, it's, uh, CNN to... never changed. CNN never changed. They'll try but, to downplay it at all costs. Yeah. that's basically. But this is worthy doing. of the Nobel Peace Prize. Certainly oh, yeah. more worthy than Obama with his drone strikes. And you know, I mean, Obama Obama sent thirty thousand more men into Afghanistan after he won the Peace Prize. So I mean, this is just. <laughs> I mean, well, he didn't even do anything for the Peace Prize. He no, got he just, elected. Yeah, he just won the election. That's all he did. Yeah. I mean, it's it's unbelievable yeah. that – oh, and now did – I think we're going to talk about this later in the yeah, show. Yeah, but yeah. the Atlantic's like, oh, we should just end the Peace Prize. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about the war on our cops here in this country, though, yeah. and, and the war on law and order. You have now the Detroit police chief shredding uh, this Dem senator, Ed Markey, for suggesting yeah. that police should be unarmed. Ed Markey said that? He literally said that. Oh, my God. And this is the guy who just went, okay, well, whatever. Yeah, this this comes after. I mean, this is what happens when you when you represent Massachusetts. You can say whatever the hell you want, folks. Oh, yeah. I mean, and you can – I mean, th- that that's just ridiculous. And he said this after – the assassination uh, execution attempts yeah. of two Los Angeles sheriff's deputies. Yeah. I mean, I mean he's what just, are these Democrats thinking? He's just trying to placate to the... The Senator Stephen is absolutely ridiculous, yeah. according to Police Chief Craig. Yeah. And it is. Yeah. We're not England. This is not the UK. Yeah, and, and the, the police chief uh, went on to James Craig, 
went on to Martha McCallum's show, and he had a very uh, stark quote, and I think that this quote really frames the whole situation. Quote, you know what I find fascinating, Martha? And even Rashida Tlaib out here in my state of Michigan, who's calling for me to resign, let me just say this. When are we going to start talking about disarming criminals? I've been on the record. I support a law-abiding citizen to be armed. But criminals? And so it's okay to attack police officers? And then everyone uh, says one thing, you know, these were peaceful protesters. So I guess when you're throwing Molotov cocktails, railroad spikes, other projectiles, you're using green lasers, I guess that constitutes being peaceful? Yeah. Boom. And that just, uh, the left's yeah. an absolute disgrace. Yeah. And this issue, I mean... If they want to go down the continue to go down this road, let them because this oh, is why we're yeah. winning. Yeah. This please. is why we're now winning. And and yeah. they realize that and that's yeah. why they try to backtrack and yeah. shield their comments as if they never said them yeah, before. Yeah, but then they come out with this crap. Yep. Which blows that up. So that's fine. Listen, I think there should be <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say that. Oh god, no, I'm what? Gonna... what? No, I'm not gonna well, say it. No, I'm not gonna say it. Okay. I'm not gonna say it. Okay, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> There should – never mind. I'm going to say it. Say it. <laughs> well, President, President Trump said that there should be no doubt that if you kill a police officer, it should be the death penalty. And I, I think we totally was, agree yeah, with that. I thought, I thought there was a, a law already in, in some states. It's a well, some offense. states it is. I think he's talking about making it oh, a federal law. federal offense. law. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. We just mentioned the, the straight ambush attack that happened yeah. on two Los Did Angeles Did they catch that deputies. guy? No. The he's still at, large? still at large? Oh, my God. But thank God these two these two officers will survive. Uh, one male deputy, one female deputy were ambushed as they sat in their patrol vehicle. Yeah. Um, both sustained multiple gunshot wounds. Luckily, this shooter, who uh, has been recognized on video as a black male, yeah, was a bad shot. Yeah. Because he had he had point well, he, blank he, he range. He had on them, them dead to rights. Yeah. I mean, he literally did. It was an ambush. Uh, I believe she got shot through the jaw. Yeah. Um. In in the arm several yeah. times. Yeah. Uh. And he got grazed. His head was grazed oh by bullets. Oh my god! Yeah. Just missed. Oh my god! Just missed the bullet penetrating his skull. Yeah. It's... There's video. There's actually video of the incident. But there's video of after the incident too, where she gets out of the car. Yeah. And is like holding her jaw, bleeding all over the place, trying yeah. to administer aid to her partner there. Yeah. And like this is what cops have to go out and face. Yeah. I mean, it's it's some, not, it's not the first time. I mean, I mean, I think we remember there was a series of police shootings in against the NYPD. Well, and we remember the execution, uh, the execution that happened. Bed Stuy, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. th those cops were. I mean, they just it was the, the exact same thing. He he he. The shooter came up with him behind him, you know, in the blind spot of their patrol car, and he just he, he killed them both. Mm -hmm. um, but this one. Still tragic, but luckily they both survived. Yeah, um, and liberals immediately jumped to just totally outright disgusting behavior. Yeah, this this liberal think tank, yeah, which Gravel isn't doesn't Institute. much much thinking, obviously. Yeah. The is it Gravel or yeah, Gravel? Yeah, yeah, it's Gravel. Gravel? Yeah, no, Gravel. Gravel. Mike Gravel. It's based on. Uh, it's uh, named after the senator Mike Gravel of Alaska. Uh -huh. Yeah. And I think it's uh, Gravel, right? they're a progressive think tank. Yeah. And they actually thought it was a good idea to post. <sighs> In, I I couldn't believe that they did yeah, this. I know, honestly, yeah, I but know. there was a post that said someone tweeted support for police. Yeah, say it with me. Blue lives matter. This progressive organization thought it was smart then to quote tweet that saying, "Say it with me." They don't. Yeah. Basically saying cops' lives don't yeah. matter, and you know you had. The uh, protesters, rioters, whatever you want to call them, animals, thugs, yeah. you know, 
Uh, I like the they, latter two. They went to the emergency room that these two sheriff deputies were taken to after being shot execution style. Yeah. And what did they do when they got there? Oh, we hope they die. That's what they chanted. That's we what they chanted. They die. Was the we hope they die. Not only that, but blocking, you know, emergency vehicles for other, you know, tragic accidents, you know, along the way. I mean, yep. You just can't. You just can't block a hospital. Yep. So, but that's what they're doing. The Gravel Institute actually deleted that tweet, but yeah. the internet is forever. Yep. Um, so and and the city manager of Linwood, California, just yeah. down the road, I believe, from Los Angeles, saying he basically posted a meme of Malcolm X with the quote "Chickens come home to roost," suggesting oh, that the cops God. had it coming. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the left. Yeah. This is the left that we face. Yeah. They want you dead. They want you enslaved. Yeah. And and really, I mean, we and just have to it's realize it's kind of ironic there because like he's trying to be like historical, but that yeah, you know, mm-hmm. our, our you know Malcolm X when he said that about the that was about the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, he got immense backlash yep. for that. Still, so I mean, <laughs> and we have now it's not a good people in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, a yeah. uh, a shooting that was a police officer involved shooting, and oh, it's insane. That video was insane. Oh, yeah. It promptly uh, went to riots yeah. after this happened. Yeah. You know, facts be damned. Yeah, we don't no. We don't need any of the facts, right? Yeah, no facts. The reason that the officer shot and killed this man was because this nut job ran out of the house wielding a massive knife. It was knife. a huge knife. Huge. I it, think was, it looked like a machete almost. It, it's like it? the kind that... Uh, you chop coconuts with. Well, what's uh, what's the the um, the horror movie? Mm. No, Michael uses a machete, right? No, he uses a big ass kitchen knife. That's what it was. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah, it reminded yeah. me of. This knife yeah. was Jason huge. uses a machete sometimes. That's what it is. But yeah. but yeah, no, but it was a it this was knife a huge, was huge knife. It was huge. Yeah, huge knife. This guy runs at him full speed with the yeah. knife, with the knife up in the air in a yep. killing. Yep. You know, a kill shot. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And the cop okay. had to turn around yeah. and shoot him. And and that somehow spawned riots. Yeah. They released the body cam footage. Yeah. You know, the left doesn't care what about the facts. Yeah. And uh, it's been calmer. There. It was calmer there last night, but the night before well, it was bad. apparently the Lancaster Police Department is not around with these yeah. protests. I heard they were like, you know, they, they law and order, you know, yeah. full stop. But, I mean, I think people forget, you know, it, it's very – folks, literally it's like two seconds to go like 30 feet. Yeah, you know, it's someone with a knife. These co- there's not much time to react. It's not like this guy had you know could talk him down or anything. The video is absolutely. The guy went berserk. It's absolutely yep. insane. I mean, you literally had milliseconds to react. He was coming at him with the knife, and you know it it was it was a good shoot. Yep. Tragic. I mean, obviously no cop wants to shoot anybody, but you know this guy apparently had other other ideas, and it, you know, but apparently. You know, even the justifiable police shootings are now you know part of this war against you know. The, well, the, the black community, which doesn't exist. In their but. mind, nothing is justifiable use yeah, of force. Yeah. And we're at the point now where every, every police-involved shooting, no matter how justified riot. it is, they're going to riot. Gonna riot. Yeah. And they're going to make the criminal a yeah. martyr. Yeah. You know, look at well, it's Jacob about, it's, Blake. It's about evening the score, man. It's about yeah. evening the score. Look I at mean, Jacob Blake. They're praising a rapist. Yeah. What are we I'm doing I'm proud here? of you. Yeah. Wh- wh- I'm proud of you. That, you that, that was a that vice was presidential Harris. nominee say that? I know. It's ridiculous. 
it's it's unbelievable yeah. and, and everybody should uh, if they're if i mean just look i mean i'm sure they're around i I, I took one at the law enforcement museum but the police simulations yeah you get a really good megat systems has a very good program that that has very realistic situations it's fbi agents use it law enforcement uses it uh-huh. it's excellent of course with covid you probably can't go to the museums right now folks but when yeah. when things reopen you know they they will give you you know it's a lot of people don't understand the the you have literally like milliseconds to react. Well, and every time that a liberal activist has done those trainings, yeah. oh, they, they get, come they, out they afterwards. Yeah, they come out afterwards. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's why this is so yeah. difficult. And it is. I mean, for some people, it does get a little emotionally draining because like, there's some situations where like a 12 year old kid comes out comes out of the, a house with like a shotgun. Yeah, and you you got to shoot him. Yep. You know, uh, the, the veteran police officers, you know, uh, retired police officers, you know, walk you through it. I mean, at the guy that I, the two guys that um, trained Mr. Producer and I, mm-hmm. they had, Storm, it was like almost 100 years worth of law enforcement experience between the two. They yeah. Were, they're on the force for a long time and they gave us great pointers and stuff like that. So well, they really give you a good insight into these situations. So the, the I thing, suggest all you take one or, or witness one. The thing about it. Is that you have a very clear war on police in this country. Yeah. And the left, anytime you bring this up, says, oh, no, no, there's no war on police. Yeah. Well, how are you going to tell me that? I'm seeing it with my own two yeah, fucking exactly. eyes. You're talking, we have a senator wants to disarm the police, but not the criminals. You got, you know, rioting for justifiable police shootings, and you have, you know, people chanting that they want cops to die. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, it's, what, 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 I agree with you. What, what, what more evidence do we need? It truly is insane to me that they say, oh, well, this isn't happening. You know, you can see this in, in front of your own eyes, but it's yeah. not happening. That's what the media has to tell you, right? And you, you have at the same time Joe Biden who tries to give these half-hearted, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a law and order kind of guy. Yeah. What? Yeah, I know. What? Yeah. Your campaign people your campaign workers donated yeah. to the fund that bailed out rioters yeah no. your vice presidential candidate encouraged donations yeah. to that fund and these only became trump's riots after the rnc highlighted all the democrat areas that were engulfed in flames because of these democrats quasi endorsing this you know anarchy yeah so that's not going to work. I don't think it's quasi endorsing. They've yeah. They've outwardly endorsed. Yeah, yeah. This. They're, they're moving it towards full endorsement. I right. agree. Okay, yeah, because, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Because right, now let's say yeah. that the the situation was flipped, yeah. right? Oh. They would be saying all kinds of yeah, about us. I mean, look what they did with the Charlottesville lie. Yeah. That's still going on. Yeah. They still talk about yeah. that as if it's a thing, yeah. and it's not. And then they also try to say, "Well, Joe Biden's not in favor of defunding the police." Well, he is. He is. He said it. I mean, reallocation is defunding. Yeah. Sorry. No, I mean, yeah. We talked about this before. It's, they don't say tax increases. They say revenue enhancers. It's right. the same damn thing. Well, you know, <laughs> here's, I think, the messaging that needs to be, like, taken straight to the people, right? If your boss tells you they're reallocating some of your salary, How do you not then your salary is being defunded. Yeah. Right? How do you, you – you can't have it both ways. And Joe Biden's trying to have it both ways right now. And the American people, I think, see through that. Yeah. I mean, look at the polls, right? Yeah. The polls that are very untrustworthy. The fact that they're showing a very close race with these brutally missampled – look at, look at the numbers of oversampling of Democrats. Yeah, it's bad. 
Or they oversample college-educated people. Yes. Yeah. Some One poll had it at, like, 57% college degrees. Yeah, guys. Are you yeah. kidding me? I mean, there's not that many people with college degrees. No. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I mean, it's, I think it's about maybe a quarter of the country total has a, has a, has a Bachelor of Arts degree. So, yep. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's the ridiculous. Thing, the thing that should really scare 57%, people. 57%. I can't believe that. Yeah. The thing that should really scare people is that the Democrats, in anticipation of, of winning – the election are already setting up the mechanisms to be put into place to to rip away the filibuster yep. in the Senate. So God forbid if they get fifty votes plus they take the White House, yeah. they're in a position where they have complete dominance of yeah. the government. Have, and they will be able to shove anything they want down our throats. Yes, Comrade Kamala there, you know, casting that deciding vote. Oh yeah. And she would. I mean she's by far the most liberal member of Congress. Yeah. Notice how they try to gloss that over. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. You know, yeah, bring yeah, that yeah, up yeah. and forget about it. Yeah. And meanwhile, you have the uh, Durham investigation looming in the background. We've yeah. heard a lot about Durham, yep. a lot about Durham recently. And one former Fox News reporter, or no, this is a, uh, yeah. so there's a former Fox News reporter and also Kevin a Cork. current Fox yeah. News reporter in yeah. Kevin Cork. The former is Adam Housley, who say, that the timing is pending, oh, is impending, yeah. not just pending, but is impending, yeah. and they say, set your alarm clock. Yep. yep. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know what set your alarm clock refers yeah. to. It could be another early October surprise, yeah. maybe. Jo and uh, actually, John Solomon was in July was the first to say that the you know the DOJ looks like to be making moves to to you know announce completion before Labor Day or the election. So. Well, but it's after Labor Day yeah. now. The problem is, I it, the problem is, is it loses. Th there is movement. There is movement in July about this. That's so. true. That's true. Yeah. But say all these things come out, right? Yeah. It's just going to be spun as an election operation. Well, they're already trying to do that now because oh, I know. Uh, one of a top aide, Nora D uh, Danahy, uh, resigned from the investigation. Which supposedly is, because there was political pressure over it. That's I fake, don't know. That's I don't know fake what that news. Is. Yeah, that's fake news yeah. because there's several people close to the investigation yeah. that say no. She simply left because the time was up. She, oh, okay. She had initially come on. I mean, I didn't believe that no, to be honest. To be serve honest no more than a year. Yeah. She served like fifteen or eighteen months on this investigation, uh, and p supposedly the part that she needed to assist with was completed. Oh, it's okay. So she's done. I, I I honestly never thought that. I mean, I mean, come on. They're, yeah. They're, I mean, of course they're going to say that. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really believe that to begin with. And Katie was with Katie, our own Katie Pavlich was yep. with Attorney General Barr on a recent trip across the country. Yeah. And Attorney General Barr exclusively told us that the investigation is proceeding. In his view, there has been unjustified and horrible abuses of power that have crossed lines and committed federal offenses. And then he goes on to say, I can't really say anything about the status of the investigation except that it's continuing and we'll be careful about not bringing indictments in a way that can be viewed as interfering with the election. Uh, he also says that he understands that people are upset about how long this is taking. Yeah. However, to put a very strong case together, you need strong evidence of intent. And before you can charge these types of crimes – 
it's a very time-consuming process to put these types of evidence together. I agree he with said, that. Yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah, and I, as yeah. he said, especially with the way people get lawyers, they won't talk to you. Yep. They'll plead the fifth. Yep. You frequently have to fight over documents yeah. and fight oh, over yes. things in court. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, he said, so it's not something that can be done quickly, and yeah. I, I agree with him there. Yeah. So, But I also, I, I also empathize with the argument that it does lasting damage, giving, you know, the amount of time well, Regar- regard- the- regarding bring about accountability and stuff. I, I also, I, I, I mean, I obviously, I see, I see both sides to, to, to this argument. My main but- issue is that the longer you wait, the closer to the election it gets, the less overall unbiased credibility that's given to it. Not that the yeah, left was going to give that exactly. to it anyway. However, yeah, it looks like you're interfering, yeah. right? Yeah, and then it's s- like Comey two point with the letter, right? Yeah. And and say you know all these cases that get brought, yeah, they could just as quickly be dropped if we lose the election. That's true, right? That's true. It gives you no time to bring yeah. any sort of conclusion to these sorts of charges. Yeah. Now I think it's important, no matter when the timing is, to get this out before the election because the American people need to know and see what happened. I mean, we know what happened. But there's still a lot of people out there that are under the delusion that, you know, look at what they're – look at this Comey, whatever it is, drama. Oh, on, on uh, Showtime? Circle that's yeah. going to be on Showtime. The Comey rule, I believe yeah. it's called. Yeah, yeah. with, uh, it's with the Jeff Daniels as Comey and uh, Brendan Gleeson as, as Trump. Yeah, yeah. they're going to basically try yeah. to like remake the entire narrative here again yeah. and say – I think it's based oh, yeah. on his book. There's, yeah, it's based on his it book. Is, yeah. They're going to say, oh yeah, all this stuff that the Republicans <clears throat> unearthed over the past yeah. two years about this being a fake fraud operation yeah. with the fake dossier and yeah. this and that. Oh yeah, that's not true. Yeah. Listen to our version oh, of events. They're going to try – they're going to – it looks like the, from the based on the trailer, they're going to go hard on the obstruction of justice bull. Definitely, but, definitely. Now, I will say acting, acting chops, you know, commenting on the acting p- aspect, Brendan Gleeson does a pretty damn good Trump. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look like Trump. He's going to win something, though. He's, he sounds like him. The whole he life. sounds like yeah. him, but he doesn't look like no, him. No, he doesn't look like him, but and he'll win something You You also, at the same time that uh, Attorney oh. General Barr gave us this information about the Durham investigation, he destroyed the national media as a collection of liars. Yeah. His exact word, yeah. Yeah. a collection of liars saying they're – most of the mainstream media, they're a collection of liars. They know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. A perfect example of that were the riots. Right on the street, it was clear as day what's going on. Anyone observing it, reporters observing it, it could not have escaped their attention that this was orchestrated violence by a hardened group of street-fighting radicals, and they kept on excluding that from their coverage. All the video of this and reporting otherwise, they're doing that for partisan reasons, and they're lying to the American people. It wasn't until they were caught red-handed after essentially weeks of this lie that they even started feeling less timid. And he's spot on there. You know, Attorney General Barr, I think, was one of the best decisions that President Trump ever made. Yeah. I only wish that he had been Attorney General from the start. Yeah. Because a lot of this Russia bullshit would have been avoided from the get-go. You never would have had a special counsel. He never would have appointed a special counsel. And it would have changed history. But, you know, the past is the past. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. Hopefully he'll stick with us for uh, Trump term two. Yeah, I agree. That the, he he knows that there's a lot of work he should, here he to finish on. what he what he started yeah. is trying to restore one standard of justice yeah. in this country. Yeah. And I think he's got a lot to a lot to finish. Don't there. they have to be yeah, honestly I think most of the cabinet should probably just stay on. 
because, uh, you, you, because you saw in. you saw what the Democrats did with the with with the with the initial nominations. They, we 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 dragged our feet for God knows how long, an ungodly amount of time. Yeah, I think you'll have comings and and goings yeah. here and there. Yeah. Um, I think that the 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 real key people that you need to absolutely keep are Barr, Pompeo, Pompeo, Mnuchin, uh, the CIA director. Yeah, the is that cabinet level though technically? You still got you still you still, you, you, you yeah. still got to go through a nomination process. I'm talking yeah, like yeah. nominate things we have to go through the Senate to get confirmed. Yeah, a lot of the expand that. A lot of the others are replaceable though. That's true. I mean, yeah. like you know, you're talking about like a Wilbur Ross or whatever. You can find oh, anyone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That I mean that that should be smooth sailing. But the real one that we need to replace, there's a few that we really truly need to replace. The FBI director. FBI director Christopher yeah. Ray. Yeah, and. The Secretary of Defense. Yeah, I don't like him. No. He's I don't he's like industrial military industrial complex. Yeah. You know how that term yeah, got yeah, tossed yeah, around yeah. a lot because yeah. the left was like, Oh, there's no such thing as the military industrial complex. And the right's like, what the hell are you talking about? There yeah. obviously is. Yeah. Hey, look at what's happening yeah. here, the whole Atlantic story. Dwight I mean, Eisenhower mentioned it. Right. right. <laughs> no, I know. That's the point that the right brought up. It's like this shit's existed for fifty years. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. World War Two is what created it. Yeah. And Esper is in with those people. Yeah. And if there's one thing that those people like, yeah, it's stuff up. endless wars. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I made bombs too, I'd probably be all about bombing. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the president's job is to craft a foreign policy, not just cater to the needs of defense contractors. Yeah. And Esper is yeah. on the opposite side. Yeah, agree. Because Esper, I think, agrees with the president's foreign policy – but he has a lot of interest. A conflict of interest there. A lot of people yeah. supplying the the DOD with some stuff. So yeah, I agree. No, but I think you need also, a more a more Trumpy person in that yeah. position. And, I, and you know, honestly, I, I don't think I, I do. I, I don't think it's a, it's a it's an insane argument that you know a constitutional duty of the president of the United States is to keep this nation out of war. Yeah, yep. you know, I mean, I mean, look, every single time, I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying to be like a a, a total dove here. But let's be honest, man. Every single time that there's a, a serious military action or like a war action, right? I mean, the the, the power of the federal government blows up. Yeah. To the yep. point where it's just insane. I mean, I mean, I, again, I know liberals get all huffy and puffy about the internment of Japanese Americans, but guess what? That's what happens when those war powers get yeah. so big. You know, I mean, it's it's, it's I mean, it, it's still constitutional. Well, I think and there's I mean, <laughs> there's an interesting, uh, I think, question here because. Yeah. Mi- military conflict is not what it used to be. No, it's not. Right? No. It's not like we need to send in 20,000 like, ground troops. Yeah. You can very effectively wage a war against somebody if you want to. Yeah. From Washington. Yeah. Between all the drones we've got, you Network know, the special operations warfare, teams. Which, which, which Rumsfeld, you know, pursued, yeah. you know le- the, the lean and mean approach, mm-hmm. um, which did, didn't really work out in Iraq, but uh, – that's when the neoconservative but it's, argument but it's worked, off the, ran off the rails. But, but it's worked very well with ISIS. It has. No, it and has. That kind of threat you can yeah. easily confront without a massive ground invasion, yeah. right? So there's no need to have these troops in these countries. Yeah. And, and overwhelmingly, the American people are for ending these endless wars. Yeah. But it's like time how, to get out. It's time to get out of Afghanistan. You know, I mean, I'm sorry. what are we going to do? Are we going to just yeah. have our soldiers act as their police force? Yeah, I mean, that's not what that's meant no, to be happening there. No way, right? Yeah, it's and, time to leave. And I think the idea that spending this money in America resonates with people. Yeah, people want don't want to be dumping trillions into the Middle East, yeah. right? 
Yeah. You'd want to invest trillions here in our infrastructure yeah. and things we need to do. I think initially, uh, you know, the, uh, of course, the initial military action to Afghanistan was widely supported. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what? listen, we, we, we rolled the dice on this, you know, neoconservative project here. And it just Americans were not willing after a while to sacrifice this much blood and treasure for this. Yeah. You know, in, in a region that has no history of liberal democratic values. Yeah. There is no freedom of speech or any of that type of it's all it's all been sultans and caliphates and you know religious extremism. Mhm. Well, maybe not religious extremism. But you know what I mean? There's there's no I mean there's no Jeffersonian ideals in this in this pretty, region. They're uh, pretty they're pretty religious oh, now they extremists. Are. Yeah, now, yeah. Now, now, now they are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know. I'm just I'm trying to be fair for once. The religious uh, scholar. Yeah. Remember that one? Oh, God. The austere religious scholar. Yeah, Al, the head of Al ISIS. Al-Baghdadi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's that's an underrated aspect here that I think... The, oh, how he knocked the, the hell out of ISIS? Yeah. Yeah. I think the liberals are, are really overlooking yeah. how much of an effect his successes on foreign policy yeah. and overall peace initiatives yeah. are going to have on the yeah. people. ISIS was spreading like a brush fire. It was a like California wildfire. It was unstoppable. Oh, well, no, Matt. Don't you remember? It was just the JV team. Oh, the JV. I know the yeah, JV. The, the JV bu- team that struck in the heart of Europe, by the way. What was know? it? What was it? That, was it Bat-Kan. Gates? Was it Gates that said this? That Joe Biden's yeah. foreign policy. He's been wrong on every single major foreign policy initiative for the past like 25 or 30 years. Everything. 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 Yeah. Remember, he didn't yeah. want to even go in to kill Osama yeah. bin Laden. Yeah, he did it on that. So, I mean, you know, Obama did it on ISIS. They grew like a brush fire. Trump comes in and like what, like four or five months, we bomb the hell out of them and they, uh-huh. they, they lose all their territory. Yeah. Remember the map? He had the map. He yeah. had the map. He's like, here, look at this map. Yeah. Shows, this is about to board Marine One. Look, no territory. <laughs> well, if you remember, if you remember, we were borderline war with North Korea. Oh, yeah. Now they've barely tested anything since uh, Trump and Kim Jong-un have been getting along, yeah. but right? he's now brain dead. They suppose, yeah. supposedly. Now he's who brain knows? dead. I know. Who knows? Yeah, we I don't know. for who, sure. Yeah, I mean, know. who knows? The initial, yeah. though, the initial story that he was brain dead, that was total fake news. Yeah, yeah. But now he might be, have, not be actually be dead. Who knows? He <laughs> might be dead. He might be brain dead. Yeah. He might be alive and just saying, you know what? Yeah. Let my sister hey, handle hey, this. I want to sit back. Let's just say I'm I'm brain dead. Yeah. Because I want to take a little vacation. Yeah, maybe he needed a little vacation, yeah. right? Take you know? Maybe, maybe maybe he's sitting in Turks and Caicos yeah. on the sands and nobody knows <laughs> yeah. it. No one knows who this is. Yeah. Hi, this, Sam, Br- Sam Brown is his yeah. name? Sam, my name's Sam Brown. <laughs> who's this really fat Asian guy yeah. with a lot of security? <laughs> not, not Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, but, but really, I mean, you look at that, you look at Iran's not taking our sailors anymore and making yeah. them – you know, kneel at gunpoint. Yeah. Remember that? That was terrible. That's Joe Biden's fault. Did you see that they plotted to kill our ambassador to South Africa in retaliation for uh, Soleimani? Yeah. They saw, yeah. yeah we, we uncovered that plot. I don't know how much I believe that yeah, story, especially yeah, after yeah. watching Wag the Dog I last know, right, night. Yeah, I know. That was a hilarious <laughs> movie. Watch that movie, folks. Good, oldie but goodie. But uh, hold on. Um, yeah, I mean, think of it. I mean, Trump, I mean, Obama, you know, spoke to the wrong enemies, but Trump, you know, had a historic conference with, with Kim Jong-un. Nothing came of it. But at least he talked to him. And then he has his peace agreement, the Abraham Accords. We knocked the hell out of ISIS. The Balkan states. Mm-hmm. That, a, 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 that was another 20, a quarter century project in the making. You know, the Balkan states normalizing relations with Israel. So, yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean honestly, I mean, I mean, Obama, I mean, sorry. Trump has, is really cleaning up Obama's mess everywhere. Yeah. Of course, we won't, we won't know about this until years after he's left office, which is tragic. 
but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, he's 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 killing it. So unfortunately, yeah. foreign policy doesn't really score you a lot of points regarding a, a presidential election. But I George H. W. Bush found that out the wrong way. You know, he won the Gulf War and then he got get beaten like a drum yeah, by Bill Clinton. But you know where he made the mistake? Well, he raised taxes. Well, he raised. Not ta- only he promised that. no taxes and then he raised the f-ing taxes. Not only that, but he didn't finish the job in Iraq. Everybody yeah, wanted oh, yeah, him he to. Stopped. Yeah, he stopped. Everybody wanted him to drive to the end zone, yeah. right? You know, the first Iraq War was like, you get the ball on the one yard line of your own, and then you your own to side. Take a knee. You no, 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 no. <laughs> you drive all the way down to the goal line on the other side, and then you're like, you know what? Let me just give you this ball. Yeah. Not even, not even a turn. <laughs> we're just gonna leave the ball there, and we're just gonna go back. Yeah. You know, you gotta go into Baghdad. Yeah. You gotta finish the job. Yeah. You know. And then that, the uh, was it? There was the Kurds. The Kurds rebelled in the north. Yeah. And then we didn't yeah. do anything to help them. And then oh, you know Saddam just crushed him like a bug. That was, it was that just was, a little gas. Yeah, a little gas. Oh, yeah, remember a that? Gas. He used a little gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Good oh old my Saddam. god! The freaking Council on Foreign Relations there's, there's like good, went through ape shit. There's a good uh, documentary. Uh, I forget what it's called about Saddam. I think it's like a three part mini series. House of Saddam. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's fucking nuts. He's crazy. He's crazy. insane. There insane. was so much more that went on behind the scenes yeah. that like wasn't even publicized. He was a nut job. Yeah, nuts. Um, Watch Three King. That's not a good movie about the. Yeah, we got onto a little uh, defense yeah, and foreign policy aside there. <laughs> but I also wanted to talk about the fact of of the Mueller team. Yeah. Destroying. Their cell phones. Oh yeah, not or- physically destroying. They wiped them. Yeah. They they had. We now find out that I believe it's. I believe it's thirty phones. Thirty what? phones. Jeez. Oh, between fifteen and thirty phones. No one knows the exact number here. Yeah, yeah. That they wiped their phones clean before turning the devices back in. Hmm. Sounds like when Hillary uh, smashed up her blackberries with hammers. Uh, yeah, you yeah. know. Remember that? You People know, forget that. Hillary smashed her personal devices with hammers. She had her aides do that. <laughs> after they had already wiped yeah. the data clean. Yeah. But you know, their excuse for how this happened is just, I mean, this was the best they could come up with. They say that the reason that these phones were all wiped was because. Russia. <laughs> well, that would have been funnier. <laughs> Actually, I, that would have been more creative, right? The phones apparently were locked, and all of these investigators, some of them from multiple phones, forgot their passwords, and then they misentered it wrong ten times in a row, which leads to the phone being wiped. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. I, I've seen documents that, that this was a common thing. There's a few. Well, right? yeah. I mean, that they would yeah. put it on airplane mode uh-huh. and then lock the phone and then be like, oh, no, I can't, I can't get in and lie about it. Yep. I've, heard, I've seen those docs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. Have these people never heard of the f-ing cloud? I know, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, come on. I don't know. I'm, I'm, that's my first thought when I'm sitting here. I'm like, yeah. uh, iCloud backup, anybody? Know. You know, like, this is just. Uh, Be careful with that. I, you know, you know, Be careful with that cloud, man. It's like that movie with uh, Jason Siegel, Sex Tape. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yep, love the sex tape in the, the I'm name sure, of the cloud. <laughs> I'm sure that this is all just, you know, one big coincidence. I know, right? right? Yeah. It's definitely not a concerted it's effort such a by, boomer the, fucking, by the liberal oh Mueller investigators God. to delete all their. Uh. But 
Oh, we'll, we'll sorry. See. It was yeah. that, the front. They, they're all gone now. We'll see if, uh, <laughs> you know, we can figure that whole situation out. But that's not suspicious at all. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also have the Dems saying the quiet parts out loud again, which uh, is always an interesting thing to see because uh, Biden inadvertently revealed his team's secret for keeping him on talking points. I don't know if you saw this. On Saturday, a clip surfaced on Twitter showing a teleprompter in the reflection of a picture that Joe Biden held up to the camera. He wanted to show off some picture of him and his kids or whatever. Clearly, they didn't think through the fact that there would be a reflection on the glass of the frame, which showed a teleprompter uh, confirming our beliefs that he was uh, not only receiving the questions in advance, but working his answers off of a teleprompter because he can't put two thoughts together, which actually makes me feel like uh, the debates, there's going to be a few things that happen with the debates. He's going to forget his lines. Well... It could become a total disaster for him, and he just totally melts down and collapses. Or, or someone's going to give him the questions before. Oh, a little Donna Brazil action? Now, I'm not as concerned on that with Chris Wallace, because he wouldn't do that. That's true. He wouldn't do that. As, as much as a liberal as Chris Wallace is, he wouldn't do he that. He wouldn't do that. He has too much integrity for that. But the final two... Who, questionable. Uh, who are the moderators? I questionable. Forget, I forget who the moderators are. Uh, one is Kristen Welker. So uh, that's that, she's, she's MSNBC. She's right? a lib NBC. She, yeah. Yeah. NBC. Oh, you can't trust NBC. Can't trust. Um, I forget who the the middle debate moderator is. Let me look that up right now. Oh, the the uh, second presidential debate is Steve Scully from C-SPAN. Uh, that that should be. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. And Susan Page yeah. is is okay actually. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, that's the vice presidential debate. Oh, that, oh I'm sorry. Yeah. I misread that. But uh, that, that the third one? Yeah. That could be... The good thing is that by, is the, the, time, by the time it is the third one, yeah, Thursday, really, October yeah. 22nd rolls yeah. around, yeah. like a lot and of it, people are going to have voted by then. Yeah. And if, you, <laughs> and, and, and if you f*** up the first two debates, the third one is not the best to cauterize the wounds. Right, right. You You're know? bleeding by then yeah. would be uncontrollable. I mean, Obama, you know, was bleeding like crazy in the first debate. You know, Romney gashed him and then he recovered in the second and then by the third it was yeah. game over. So. Yeah. But also back then, voting patterns were completely different. They were very different. Because, yes, I know. Yeah. Because most people were still voting on election day. Yeah. Here we're talking about, I mean, we could have half yeah. of the vote already in by the time the second debate even happens. So, because a lot of people are going to send their ballots in sometime in October. But they can't start counting them until election day, right? Correct. In a lot of states. Yeah. Well, some Maybe states. that could be a, a good thing. I don't know. Let's say, I mean, Why? Because you think numbers are weak? Yeah. I, I think I, I I don't trust the, the those people counting those. I think that will leak all over the place, and they'll be on top of the suppression polls. You have the suppression of the oh look at all these ballots, mm-hmm. all Biden ballots. There's no way that Trump can win. They're yep. pushing that. Yep. Then uh, Kamala Harris went on yesterday to say something the quiet part out loud yet again. Oh, We're actually going to save this for. The Biden gaffe of the day that's now the Kamala gaffe of the day because we all know that she's actually in charge. And, you know, the pod person is a little bit bit shaky. Yeah, the batteries are running low. Yeah, you see all those bugs that were attracted to him yesterday? It's probably because he's already decomposing. Exactly, the flesh. It's starting to, you know, there's probably maggots underneath that Yeah, see, I knew where you were going to go with that. I I just knew. (laughs) Listen, I wish I could write a column about this, folks. I have documents upon documents pointing out (laughs) that he's dead. I have sources... I have anonymous sources that have confirmed my other anonymous sources 
who have confirmed the anonymous sources that talked to me with first-hand knowledge. Well, that's how it works, according to the Atlantic. <laughs> according to the Atlantic. Yeah. And uh, speaking of the Atlantic, the Atlantic published yet another desperate attempt uh, to blackmail the American public. Oh, Opin my God. Yeah, I saw. I read Opinion. Yeah. Uh, Shadi Hamid claims that while he doesn't believe that Trump is actually a threat to the nation, he feels that those that loathe him would be so emotionally disturbed by an electoral loss that he can't predict how they might behave. And he said that out of this fear, he said, Republican voters who truly care about restoring law and order can only vote for Joe Biden if they want the carnage they, to stop. Do they really think we're this stupid? Well, they think that they can threaten violence in yeah. order to get the votes. First of all, we're not all that emotional like you people. Uh -huh. Sorry, we're not. We we don't we don't ride in the streets and and set dumpsters on fire when we lose an election. A. No, B. If you liberals, well, we might have to this time. Yeah, but. if you want to do that again, be my guest. But you know, we have the Trump has the military. Yeah. And to be honest with you, with if he wins re-election and you act like this, we should put you down with the almighty M sixteen. Yeah. I mean, and I will not. I will not shed a tear for a bunch of spilled libs. I, I say stack them high like we did in Vietnam with those body counts. When we oh when God! We, when we stack those <laughs> Viet Cong and big massive bot piles of bodies, stack them high. Well, the thing is, I think that's that. the only, not not the mass murdering part, but no, I think, no, there won't be mass murdering. I think murdering. that's the You'll only be restoring logical law and order. That's Rest the only logical end to this is yeah. that Trump wins re-election. The riots get so out of hand, he claims yeah. Insurrection Act yeah. and sends in the military National Guard yep. to calm things down. Yep. That's probably what's going to happen, yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. sending the tanks, sending the drones, the Apache helicopters. You know, that's not an absurd yeah. uh, conclusion to where we are now. I and think to make sure that he can fully concentrate on restoring law and order, I think the entire Congressional Democratic Caucus on the Hill should be <laughs> should be arrested and detained. Disbanded? Not disbanded, but detained. Did, yeah. We'll keep them in, you know, the uh, FedEx field. It's like until that. until we can they can be released uh when they learn how to behave and be good patriots. It's like have you seen that clip uh straight to jail? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Fish is undercooked, straight to jail. Straight to jail. <laughs> Fish is overcooked, also straight to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Just send him straight to Jeff. Hmm. Uh, but I mean, they're so obvious now with their talking points here. Yeah, it's basically vote for us. Yeah, or else. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean honestly, yeah, it's like you got nothing. And, and it's, it's, not, it's, it's it's honestly, it's, you know what? I feel like it, it's Seinfeld. Yeah, the show's about nothing. Yeah, well, the Democratic agenda, it's nothing. Mm -hmm. It's all. Um, well, that's why I don't like to... this guy. So vote for me. Right, and that's why they have to resort to this or else. Yeah, but also. You know, this is really going to – I think this whole strictly opposing Trump platform idea here yeah. and, and the whole like centerpiece of their election campaign of orange man bad and oppose Trump no matter what is going to backfire. Yeah. Because I don't think that that's going to drive the votes that they need. Look at the enthusiasm gap. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean I've never seen an enthusiasm yeah. gap this big. Yeah. And and meanwhile, the the Dems want you to believe that Biden's up seven nationally, and yeah. that's going to have no effect yeah. on how people vote, and that there's going to be an oversampling of Democrats by five points in this election. Yeah. What? He's up. He's up. He's up seven to ten nationally. Yet he's struggling in the key county of Lackawanna in Pennsylvania. Yeah. He's underperforming in Miami Dade. Now, of course, Biden's still going to win Miami Dade, 
but he needs to have a margin that is like Huge through the margin. stratosphere because you know Pinell, I think Pinellas County, Pasco County, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the Panhandle that the rural vote is going to be enormous again, mm-hmm. and he's not going to there's not going to be enough to offset that. So same thing I with mean, Pennsylvania. Look, look at the number of Trump flags that you're seeing. Yeah, you don't you didn't see that in 2016. Yeah, you didn't look at just, and there is a shy Trump vote. Yeah, there is a shy. I, I don't care what these listen these liberal pollsters. They they say there's it doesn't exist. They exist. Oh yeah, they totally exist. So and that's about I think they say there's nine to eleven percent of people who are actually being a little little reluctant to be yeah. who they. So that is a ton of votes right there. We have to get out there and vote. Yeah. That's the, at the end of the day, that's the biggest yeah. thing. We have to get out there and vote, and we have to do it yeah. in person. Yeah, and I th- in yeah, person in person. And I think you know in North Carolina with the Research Triangle and parts of Pennsylvania, like you know Penn State, you know those counties. There's going to be thousands of Democratic voters that might not be there because college kids aren't on campus anymore because of COVID. So not to mention just in North Carolina, which is one of the earliest states to send out their ballots and yeah. start getting them back. They've yeah. started receiving some back. Yeah. The early rejection rates are through the roof. Oh, so if we Can't have a if yeah. we have a case of where the the vote by mail split is sixty five thirty five Democrat, yeah. yeah, and you're shaving off, you know, you're rejecting a, a sizable portion of ballots, yeah, that's gonna kill the Democrats too, which yeah. is why, vote in person. In person, yeah. By the way, did you see the new Joe C- Biden voted in person? He did. Did you see the new CNN poll in North Carolina? Uh, no. It's good. What was it? I think Trump is only down like three to five. Oh, yeah. Well, he's tied. And then Tillis, I think, is up by one. Trafalgar came out yesterday and said Trump's up two in North Carolina. Oh, so that's what go. I trust. Yes, I mean. Which yeah. really means we're up between yeah. two to four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unskilled. North Carolina polls, was going to come down to the wire. It's the nature of that state. But yeah, I think this is a good. The, the, the trend is fantastic. I frankly think that North Carolina is, it, I think, in order of safeness right now. Yeah. It goes. Florida, North Carolina, and then you get into kind of a a three-way tie, I think, between mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, and potentially even add in Minnesota to that. Yeah. And th- so all those besides yeah. Minnesota you know, are you know states that he you know, won. You know what's funny? You don't you don't we're not including Iowa in these in these no, because I'm not because an it's idiot. no longer a swing state anymore. <laughs> I'm not a fucking idiot. I know. I mean, saying. these people that talk about, oh. uh, I love when they talk about Texas being oh, yeah. in play for Joe Biden, right? Yeah. And they talk about Georgia, and they talk about Iowa yeah. and Ohio. Well, why is he not spending money or going there then? Exactly. Right. Why? Yeah. Look at just look at the campaign's behavior. The Georgia, I mean, the Atlanta suburbs are never going to 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 outweigh the the massive Republican rural vote in 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 Georgia. I mean, it's possible eventually, but it's oh, not right now. Not right now, and especially not, not with this ticket. Right. No way. Right. And look, you just have to look at what the campaigns are doing. Right. Yeah. He he's chasing them all over the place. They're chasing Trump everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And Trump's going to places like Nevada, which he thinks he can flip. From Hillary Clinton. Yeah. He's going to Minnesota constantly. He'll be in Michigan, Wisconsin. He'll be in Pennsylvania and in North Carolina. More so North Carolina at this point, I think, when he visits, is to help Tillis more than anything. Yeah. Because I think Trump's got that state, but it's been shown in these polls consistently that there is a gap between the president's support and And Tillis' support. Yeah, there is. So he needs to try to drag Tillis across How, the line um, because he knows that that Tillis seat is is one big. of the keys to the it's Senate. Big. Oh, it's big. And from what I've heard, he had a good debate last night. Oh, yeah. Well, that's actually what Sorry. I want to talk yeah, about oh, next. Yeah, so, yeah. Because Cal Cunningham last night looked like a total fool. Um, 
You know, remember this story that came out a while ago about how Chuck Schumer wanted to run windowless basement Senate candidates because he didn't want them to have to, like, you know, show up in public and do those things? Oh, my God. Well, he was very clearly unprepared for the debate with Tillis last night. Tillis Uh destroyed him. And not only that, Cal Cunningham came out as an anti-vaxxer last night. He joined uh, Kamala in saying that he would not trust a COVID-19 vaccine that uh, President Trump got created oh yep so they again they want more people to die mm-hmm. that's what he, they want he also uh was called out on his support for ending qualified immunity for police officers yeah, and then proceeded to lie on stage about and, uh, and said that he doesn't doesn't support removing it but he actually does ah yeah Okay. So I think that was actually – Kind of like when Biden was like, I never supported NAFTA. Yep. And uh, <laughs> Tillis accused uh, Cal Cunningham of being a communist. Oh, wow. And all Cal did was laugh. If you look at the clips, yeah. every time – it was clearly his nervous tick. He was just laughing yeah. the entire time. And I think that's a bad look. He looked a little bit sweaty, you know, it was very Nixon esque. Oh, and, uh, sweating, huh? So I, I think that Tillis is looking in good that shape. That room there. was probably like 60 degrees. Well, there was no crowd either. Yeah. So, so I mean, it, so it was actually colder. Yep. Wow. Yep. Okay. But, but this is an interesting trend among yeah. the left here is the anti vax, you know, more specifically anti COVID vaccine. Yeah. Because Trump did it. Orange man bad. Yeah. I mean, that's what their reasoning is. Yeah. And I guess if they want to go that route, fine. okay. That's fine. But. You know, I mean, I mean, honestly, it doesn't really shock me. I mean, there we always known there was a sizable chunk of the progressive base that was anti-vax. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Marin County had a measles outbreak because it's uh-huh. a it's a highly lefty, kale-eaten f-ing district, yep. and no one gets their kids vaccinated because you know, you know, whatever. I'm not going to go into that. Yeah, you know what I yep. mean. Uh, real quickly, one more thing here on uh, the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. We now have a Chinese virologist who has reportedly been in hiding for fear of her safety, has now stepped out into the public eye to make the explosive claim that she has specific evidence to prove that COVID-19 was man-made in a lab in China. This is Dr. Li Mang Yang, a scientist who says she did some of the earliest research into COVID-19 last year, made these comments Friday during an interview on some British talk show. When asked about where the deadly virus that has killed more than 900,000 people around the globe come from, speaking via a video chat from a secret location, she replied, quote, It comes from the lab, the oh. lab in Wuhan, and the lab is controlled by China's government. She insisted that widespread reports that the virus originated from a wet market in Wuhan are a smokescreen. Yes. And I mean... We've been talking about this a long time, right? That it very likely yeah. was, you know, and, and then so this is the part that we've always talked about as being confirmed that it was made in the lab yeah, and, and the, it somehow got out of the lab. Yeah, and the wet, market, the, question, the wet market was like the scapegoat. I mean, right. I mean, the Fox real, News had a, had, a, had a bombshell source say that. The real question, somehow. though, is was it an accidental release from the lab? Or purposeful. Or was it on purpose? Was right? it for research or was it for weaponization? Right, right, you know? exactly. And that's a bit, very big yeah, difference. Yeah. And Trump has been out there in the past few weeks saying, you know, essentially inferring, not saying word for word yeah, because he knows what he's doing. That it was done to – He says it was on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, that's going to be yeah. – 
That, but, you know, if, so, Trump, but, yeah, if that, Trump wins a second term, well, yeah. the, the conflict with China becomes a lot more head-to-head. It does. But I think for, you know, we'll get to those questions later, but I think for now, hey, the lab, the lab theory is no longer a... Uh, no longer it's no tin, longer a conspiracy. No, no longer tinfoil hat. We have a virologist who's running for hiding for her life saying that it was created in a lab. Yeah. And every single vlogger, citizen journalist, and doctor who tried to warn about the dangers of this virus initially have vanished, Storm. Yeah. Where do you think they've gone? I think, oh, I know. Yeah, I think we all know why they disappeared and and the like. So, yep. I mean, no, it's no, it's no doubt that yeah. that was how this started. The I think if we can get definitive evidence though that they did in fact let it out on purpose, that's gonna be tough. You know yeah. that people mm-hmm. like in her circle who probably knew similar information is they're probably in hiding and not gonna talk, or they're already dead. Yeah, because they, yeah. the Chinese, the, the China. I mean, they know. I mean, for God's sakes, look what they're doing to the Uyghurs. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's over two million people in that in that concentration camp. They have them on GPS tracking systems. It's like a high tech yep. surveillance genocide going on. You know the thing though that was truly disgusting yeah. was they, they since, know where these people are since Friday was nine eleven. Yeah, the number of comparisons that people have made of nine eleven to coronavirus. Uh, oh yeah, John Harwood. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just so disgusting. Honest and people, though, see through that bull though. Oh, I agree. I agree. I mean, but like, and that, and so I'm not, I'm not, I'm like not just conservatives. Like normal, normal people are like, come, like come the f- on. Yeah. But, and yeah, it's like yeah, okay. I mean, if you want to go this route, then let's react to this as we reacted to that. Yeah. With China and go to war. Yeah. If if that's what you're saying, yeah. Let's do it. I mean, it's unbelievable. We also have all these liberals out west blaming massive wildfire wildfires on climate change. Yeah, I mean that's as expected. Yeah, I not mean, surprising. Yeah. Uh, the problem for them is that the facts don't line up with their their just like conspiracy theories here because look I, at look yeah. at who has been arrested. Yeah, I've heard a lot. I heard a lot of Molotovs. Yeah, uh, yeah. being being cited with these wildfires, which yeah. means they're. Man-made? Uh-huh. 41-year-old man arrested in Oregon for starting one of the two origins of the Almeida fire located just outside of Medford, Oregon. The oh, fire my marshal, God. Yeah, the fire marshal's office said that uh, Michael Jared Bakela started one of the fires, which eventually merged to create one giant wildfire. Okay, so he's, another, well, he's going away for murder. Another the, 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 People have died from People this. have died. Okay, yeah, so yeah. he'll be charged with... Yeah, well, we'll see. Right? Remember, it's Oregon. Yeah, yeah, those Soros DAs yeah, out there. That's why I would never live in that yeah. hole. Anyway, well, uh, in in Portland, authorities <laughs> arrested 45-year-old Domingo Lopez Jr. for starting a brush fire with a Molotov cocktail. What, you know what, what a name. Yeah, <laughs> Domingo Lopez. <laughs> As I stated yesterday uh, on Twitter, you know it's very the climate change is getting so sneaky. With building these Molotovs, <laughs> it's so impressive the stealth operation that they have. You know, climate change is just it's coming. It's, it's imposing these Molotov cocktails yeah, onto the the brush, which is starting the wildfires. Um, in California, a woman in Monterey County was arrested on suspicion of intentionally starting fires along the 101 freeway. Thirty-seven-year-old Anita Esquivel. Okay. In Washington State. They arrested multiple people attempting to start fires along the interstate. And the biggest, the largest fire that's burning in California right now 
You want to know how that was started? Hmm. Do tell. A gender reveal. They used explosives. The gender reveal, which started the largest fire in state and I believe potentially even national history, which has now, I think, killed upwards of 15 people. All because of some stupid gender reveal. I mean, maybe this will help people realize yeah, how stupid those yeah, are to exactly, begin with. Yeah, it's, I find it creepy. Yeah. I really the, is. I'm sorry. I also like, find it funny that this happened in California, the state yeah. which most people would say, yeah. don't assume that baby's gender. I know. That. <laughs> but just like, I know people, like, the, the, I hear the defense of, well, it's fine because, like, you should know how to, like, you know, decorate the room, right? Mm-hmm. Well, just, je- hate to say, in this time, I will say, gender neutral colors. Yeah. Very simple. Make it yellow or something. Like, I don't know. Well, you you know what, you don't have to, you don't have to have a party. You yeah. know what the gender is, right? Oh, like, that's, oh, wait, yeah, if you want to find out. The doctor can yeah, tell true. the parents. Yeah, you can. yeah, it's true. Right? Yeah. I, I, I mean, you can go the route yeah. of decorating neutral yeah. if you don't want to know. Some couples choose not to yeah. know. That's fine. But I just hate that, the whole, like. It used to be an old, no one, people like to be surprised. Yeah, know? I just hate the whole idea of, like, Oh, we have to have a party with some, like, you know, fancy reveal mechanism for the crowd of people who yeah, it's are so vain that we need yeah. to have a party about this. Like, pyrotechnics. Yeah, with pyrotechnics. Yeah. There was yeah. actually a really good uh, Barstool Sports had it. The caption was, gender, <laughs> call of duty, gender gender reveal. The, the, the fireworks display fell over and it was shooting into the crowd. Yeah. Everyone was ducking and diving. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> You have to ask yourself, like, what are these people yeah, let's, thinking? Let's try to get a grip right? here. Let's try to get a grip. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of whole. There's a whole bunch of you know, baby that's getting a little weird nowadays. But you know, yeah, a little. It's very. Weird. It's very weird. <laughs> it's, it's, very weird. it's very weird. You have all this transgender. That's going uh, on know, too. Don't I even know. get me started on uh, that. I know yeah. you were trying Let's to go. avoid that because, <laughs> because I hate that. I tell you, I hate that. Well, J.K. So Rowling now apparently has a new book where there's some like transvestite or transgender killer, and uh... well, yeah, I saw I saw that you wrote about that, and yeah. she's being denounced as transphobic. Yeah. Remember, yeah. she's a target of of the transgender left. Yeah, um, she's a turf. Trans exclusionary feminist or something like oh that. Oh my god! It was yeah, they, yeah turf. They always they always come up with these weird ass <laughs> acronyms too. Yeah, and I I just don't get it. White supremacist heteropatriarchal capitalism. That was in the New York Times recently. Yeah, some guy was like, even if Biden wins, it won't cure my Trump era depression. <laughs> well, they also they also have this new weird one that we've mentioned before, BIPOC. Oh, yeah, BIPOC. I mean, come on, people. BIPOC. Anyway, uh, back to the Sounds wildfire. Sounds like some sort of Star Trek in, you know, planet. <laughs> back to the Warp wildfires. Warp speed to BIPOC. We, let's, let's just close this segment out. And then we, we, we can just go on all day. The, back to the wildfires. Because Governor Newsom in California heaped massive praise onto the president yesterday yeah that was interesting and i i thought that was really interesting let's go ahead and listen to that clip i want to thank you and acknowledge the work that you've done to be immediate in terms of your response to our fmag request 14 and we were just talking mark Giladucci is the head of the office of emergency service this may be a record that the states received in the fmag support uh, as well as the major disaster declaration, which you referenced on August 22nd, which was profoundly significant, not only to help us support our mutual aid system, but also individuals that are in desperate need of support. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah I guess I guess the truth yeah. is being told for once here. Yeah. Uh, good for Governor Newsom. They for, do have a good working relationship. It's kind of like the odd couple. In that it sense. is. Yeah. And they yeah. even men- he even mentions yeah. that in there. He's like, I know we don't yeah. agree on a lot of it's things. Like, listen, but- I f***ing hate your guts. Yeah. But we do work well together. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's also, you know, <laughs> yeah. the largest state you got to give. Yeah, you, know, you, you got to give aid. Yeah. yeah. Um, you wrote about this. Mm. The Oh, white- yeah. Yeah. We have a new Rachel Dolezal. Yeah. Right? You know, this isn't as entertaining as the no. original Rachel and, Dolezal. Uh, and honestly, I mean, it, it's coming out at the right time. There's an election going on, so it yeah. kind of gets buried. But yeah. What happened to this lady? Oh, yeah. Well, she was she's white as Wonder Bread. She's, a white, uh, I think, a, a Jewish woman from Kansas, and uh-huh. she faked being black. Yeah. And she wrote a book about all this shit, and now she finally, you know, came clean on Medium in an essay. She's like, yeah, I'm actually white. And now she had to resign, uh, obviously. So now she's going to go away. And then, like, her publisher is like, I am appalled. And all the proceeds from that book are going to helping uh, black and Latino scholars. But uh, it's just like, again, like, for all their bitching about cultural appropriation and all the lectures about it, they're the ones that that fing do it. They're the only ones who do that. Only a liberal, a white liberal, be like, you know what? I think I'm black. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be black. And I'm going to exploit that for financial and academic gain. Yep. Honestly. I know. I know. It's ridiculous. And in our good news of the day segment here, this this is an interesting good news of the day segment. <laughs> our, uh, we came across this story where a YouTube star records himself taking a shit in Nancy Pelosi's driveway. A man who identifies himself as Armando uh, was walking through the streets of San Francisco in search of the Speaker of the House's residence. Once there, he sets up a camera across the street, (laughs) stands on uh, what appears to be Pelosi's driveway for several minutes, and uh, I guess he was was working up the poop. And then uh, he salutes the camera and then squats down and takes a shit on the pavement. And then uh, after, as he's walking away, he says, that was for President Trump. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. Um, In the Biden gaffe of the day segment, remember now this is uh, also can be multi-use, the Kamala gaffe of the day, because she's the one that's truly in charge of this whole situation here. Uh, let's, Let's take a listen to what she had to say. A Harris administration together with Joe Biden. Hmm. Mm. A Harris administration with Joe together Biden. with Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. It's usually the other way around, yeah. isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, we'll just have to uh, yeah. mull on that one a little yeah. bit more over there. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Interessante. Which I think actually hurts them significantly because the uh, I've heard this from a lot of people. The idea that Kamala is going to really be the one in charge is is rampant. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants that. Yeah. Nobody wants her. Yeah. If they wanted her as president, they would have picked her in the primary. Yeah, but they didn't. So because she's not likable. It's very interesting. Uh, real quickly here, I just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the return of football this past weekend in sports. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The social justice bullshit that's going on in these sports leagues really came to a head over the weekend. When you had several teams, including my Eagles, that, and I don't know if the Giants did the same thing last night, Mm -hmm. that 
were on the field for the Black National Anthem, and then but the then band. decided to go into the locker room and hide like the f***ing overpaid baby cowards that they are for the American National yeah. Anthem. Yeah. And to me, that is just the, the most cowardly move you could possibly make. You know, you, I, I, you pick one or the other, right? Yeah. It can't be you pick one but not the other. If you want to hide in the locker room, okay. Yeah. Hide in the locker room for both. That's fine, yeah. Okay? Yeah. I still think it's a coward's yeah. move, but okay. But when you come out to the field to link arms and, and sing Kumbaya with this f***ing black national anthem that's not even a thing, <laughs> and then go into the locker room to hide like a coward for our official national anthem. Yeah, I know. That's enough for me. Yeah, I know. And I'm not the only one because Sunday Night Football, the opening game of the season ratings were down 26% year over year. Yeah. Americans are sick of this bullshit. Yeah. And it's not just the game either. It's the commercials. Oh, the commercials are bad. Yeah, the commercials are getting out of control. The commercials are just as social justice bullshit. I, I mute the commercials. Oh, yeah. 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 So, yeah. you know, base and the, it's, the, the, in, in the Giants end zone, they, they do have end racism. On the uh, yeah, on the it's thing, it's know? ridiculous. You have okay, so basketball has been like this, but I don't really give a shit about basketball, yeah, so it hasn't been yeah. personally I mean, affecting basketball, me. No, it's, it has been competitive. I mean, the West, the West Western Conference has dominated basketball yeah. for ten years. It's not really competitive. To and watch baseball, anyway. they did it okay. They did it quietly. Yeah, they, you you know you didn't have people kneeling for the anthem or hiding yeah. in the locker room. Yeah, yeah. But now this happens, and it's really a smack in the face. Yeah. And uh, you know, I was talking to. My uh, friends who are Eagles fans over the weekend, and not only did they lose to a team without a fucking name, which is embarrassing in itself, yeah. they further embarrassed themselves with their anti-Americanism. And, uh, you know, I'm a pretty devout sports fan and Eagles fan, but I will only put up with this so long yeah. before I disavow it altogether. So, oh, man. Yeah, I'm, oh, man. I'm, I'm dead serious Whoa. about this. It's Breaking uh, news. It's, it's not... Uh, Mr. Lurie, you hearing it's, that? It's not Howie, you it's, hearing that? It's not acceptable. And there's a lot of people that feel like that. And yeah. and you know, being from that area yeah. up there. Oh, yeah. People up there are very patriotic. Yeah. We love and, our police. Yeah. 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 So all the, a lot of a lot of the, a lot of I fire departments, a lot of police departments went up there to help clean up the rubble. I can and, tell you if there weren't if there were fans in the stadiums, oh, be they booze. wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Because those Eagles yeah. fans, when they if they would have hit in that f***ing locker room, oh boy, oh my god, oh boy, yeah, it would have been bad. Yep. So beer bottles uh, would have been thrown. And, and when this happened on Sunday, instantaneously social media lit up like a freaking wildfire. Oh, you yeah. want to talk about a wildfire? Talk yeah. about these California wildfires. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a fire. Yeah. And it's it's not it's not unexpected yeah. because look at the just disrespect. Yeah. And was. I believe I believe CBS Sports. I think there was a memo handed down saying like don't get political in the uh, oh yeah in the, in the play by play yep. or in the color commentary because no one wants to hear that. I mean yep. you know it's. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, sports used to be an escape from politics, yeah. and now it's just more yeah. social justice warrior politics shoved yeah. down your throat. And there's a reason do that it's think, disaffecting um, so many people. Do you th- I mean, I know it's not – he's not a football player, obviously, but do, do you think LeBron is the one that sp- set that fire off? Yeah, I think pretty so much, too. yeah. Because, you know, and that's the difference between him – You know, look at MJ. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan definitely could have been more political. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the greatest player of all time. Mm-hmm. Could have been more political. And he still isn't to this day. Yeah, still to this day. I mean, I mean, there, there, there's no one who's ever yeah. been to three-peat, leave, come back, and then three-peat again. Mm-hmm. You know, six-time MVP final champ, you know. Yeah. But, but, but he stayed out of it. Remember? He could have commented on that race in North Carolina. Yeah. Was with Je- Jesse Helms was running for re-election. You know, yeah. he was saying some Didn't get involved. People were pissed I mean, about it, that. But he's this, like, listen, I'm a basketball player pretty much, you know? At this point, it is Stay what it away. is, and they're going to continue to do whatever they want because there's no fan retribution live at the stadiums. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, maybe they'll they'll recognize their error soon enough. But I had to mention that because I know a lot of people feel the same way out there because yeah. football is a very American thing. It is. And it's my favorite. It's, it's my it's my favorite sport. And oh yeah, definitely. And, to, and I mean, I love baseball yeah. too. I mean, I was tweeting last night. You know, the Steelers Giant Steelers game, and somebody was like, "Why are you watching football?" I'm like, "Listen, man, I I I hate this social justice warrior too, but I love this game too much. I I have the option to mute. See, and I will. Do I that. used to feel like that, but now I'm at the point of you can no longer put it aside." It's so in your oh, face, well, yeah, well, that's, and it's yeah, so shoveled do yeah. down your throat by these yeah. people that you can't just ignore it anymore. Yeah. It's well, there's no with, way to ignore. And it. with no fans in there, they can kind of get away with murder. With right, right, exactly. Yeah. Maybe and next season though, they'll they'll, they'll tamper down on that. Well, you know? they're gonna Hopefully. realize soon enough when they start losing a ton of money ton on of TV money. ratings, yeah. and they'll say, "Oh, shit, maybe yeah. we made the mistake." And they can't get those fat contract extensions. But right, that just used to be my game: is you know, just ignore it. Yeah, but it's they've gotten so. You know, we're going to force feed this sh- to you that it's it's impossible to be ignored. Yeah. And I certainly am not going to watch any uh, football games other than the Eagles. Yeah. Whereas before, I used to watch basically every nationally televised football game. Yeah. So, and I think that I'm, uh, there's yeah. a lot of people out there like that. And they're going to, they're yeah, going to, they're going to reap what they show here. Um, Sorry, folks. I'll be the one that gives them rape. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'll, I, I'll, I'll still watch the game. I just can't do it. I can't do it anymore. I really can't do it anymore. And I thought yeah. for sure that the Eagles weren't going to pull that, but they did. Well, yeah, because so. you know, I mean, you know, Malcolm Jenkins, who was the most vocal member of that locker yeah, room, yeah, he was gone. You know, he, you know, he yeah. went to the Saints, yep. so, the Saints, right? Yeah, yeah. And but you know, I mean, again, you had that whole thing with Deshaun Jackson. And frankly, I know Carson Wentz loves America, and yeah. he is a Republican. Yeah. And to be the leader of that team and to allow that to happen, it's an embarrassment for him. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, enough on that. Uh, uh, let's just do that. We, got, we, we, we can make that a whole episode. Yeah, we got itself. a few uh, responses from uh, our, our fans out there that I wanted yeah. to get in here. Our man Trevor, uh, he says he was born and raised about 35 minutes outside of Minneapolis, right. currently lives over in Milwaukee. Uh, he says the rural areas have Trump support like you wouldn't believe. He says his family had been predominantly left leaning in the middle of the road, uh, trade union type folks up there in the Midwest. Um, aside from uh, him and his dad, his dad was 18 years uh, and is a union representative. First off, 23 years ago, you know, he drank the Kool-Aid like he was told to. Everybody in the union was a Dem, of course. Yeah. You wouldn't dare say you're a conservative. But now, fast forward to 2020, there's been a mass exodus from the left. The Dems have left the American worker and labor in the dust. Lifelong Democrats have been red-pilled. These riots are pushing more and more suburbanites to the right. The tide has turned in Minnesota. Wisconsin has a similar feel. He says, my coworkers, families, friends, all fed up with what's going on in Kenosha, Milwaukee, and Racine. He says, Trump 2020. I mean, I really think that there's going to be a significant movement there 
in in Minnesota. Yeah. And and uh, in Wisconsin, I really think Trump. Trump barely lost that. In you Minnesota, know, Minnesota, yeah, it was only by I mean, two points. It was, only, yeah. it was actually less. It was like one point four, one point seven. It was yep. not that. Uh, yeah, not that. We also had our uh, our that. man Sinks who chimed in saying he was thinking back to the twenty sixteen campaigns. Remember, the mainstream media was always exaggerating every little teeny mo- move that President Trump made or did to pump up their idol Hillary. Fast forward to twenty twenty, the same bullshit to pump up Biden. Biden, Biden didn't work then. Not going to work now. And he says Trump twenty twenty. So oh, nice. We uh, I mean, you know we're the we're sleepers. Fifty days out, forty nine days out now, and it's uh, it's we're in a good position. Yeah. But like I was to we me and Matt were talking about this last night. Yeah. Fifty days is a long yeah, time. A lot can happen. Long time. You already saw the kind of they're going to try to shovel and throw against the wall here. Yeah. To make anything stick to President Trump. And I, I do want. I am interested to see what. In the next round of polling, how the Woodward nonsense impacted this race, if it, if if at if at all. Well, I don't think it did. I think I think people have already made up their minds. Mostly, I think it very barely did. But they're going to try to over exaggerate it in the oh, polling. Yeah. That's oh, why yeah. you can't really trust yeah, most of these things that come out. And especially, what was the one poll that you that that you were looking into? They didn't even offer the methodology. Oh yeah, they didn't That's, even list what yeah. the Democrat Republican huge, split was. Huge red flag there, folks. If if these people don't, uh, you know, give you know, uh, the the questions or the methodology or the splits or the cross tabs, it means that it's bull. Yep. Yep. Um, and often we see that with with anti gun polls. Mm-hmm. You know, you can ask, you can call them up and ask, "Well, oh, what's the methodology?" And sometimes they will refuse, and that's all you need to know. Yep. So, yep. Um, yeah, sorry. Off and the tangent, uh, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah. So let's wrap up today's yeah. show. Of course, our exclusive election town hall media podcast, War for the White House, is available wherever you get your podcasts on townhall.com. New episode dropping today. Um, and that gives you a unique insight on what's going on in the election. Of course, we love you all. So give us your five star ratings and reviews. If you'd like to reach out, feel free to email us triggered at townhall.com. And of course, follow us on Twitter at triggered THM. We'll see you on Thursday for another episode of Triggered. We're supposed to have from the Trump campaign, Mark Lauder. Hopefully his schedule will hold and we will see you then. See you.